pulling the rug out from tyrants. The tyrants will fall as the faithful stand strong. Hi, I'm Paul Bass, and this is my first podcast for America Bless God podcast. A very simple concept is that we as Americans need to humble ourselves, and God will be the one who lifts us up. Very simply, we cannot say, God bless America, until we say, America bless God. We're talking about the giants of our age, and I say this as an encouragement to you in this day. Welcome to the clown show. I want you to picture something. Let's say we're at a carnival, and that's not too far of a stretch since so much in today's society seems like a a sideshow. Right now, the one world tyrants are out in the open as they mock God and they mock his creation, you and me, all of God's children. And they've been running their shadow government and planning to snatch away individual sovereignty for many years. And now, now we know the players. The elite billionaires who are driving us into sickness and famine are openly mocking us as if to think that they themselves are untouchable. I want you to visualize them as the clowns that they are. I want you to see them as the wise cracking bozos sitting on the seat above the dunk tank at the carnival. You and I have the ball, but do we have the aim? Do we have the throwing speed to make that lever pop so that the clown takes that big plunge? Well, not likely in ourselves. That's why Mr. Politician and Miss Mogul, they're still not shaking in fear. The floor, though, my friend, is falling out. Yesterday, before the National Day of Prayer event, at our state capitol, I heard a word of encouragement from the breath of God. It said, I am pulling the floor out from under them. I saw a trap door opening and a man falling into it, to who knows where. So you don't have to believe that God talks to me, but however, I say this to encourage you as a prayer warrior and as a child of God, trust me, he hears our prayers. We're awaiting big miracles in the face of this open craziness in our world today. At times, it feels as if America will fall or that it has fallen. But many of the faithful ones are not wasting time, my friend. Many are taking the armor of God and heading for the front lines. I want you to know that it's working. Your prayers are being heard by our Father in heaven. More people now know that the medical marketing system, pharmacia, the spirit of pharmacia is being used to take away our very freedoms. More people now know that a baby in the womb deserves protection. And with prayer, we will see more progress in that than we've seen in 30 years. As our Supreme Court is supposedly going to overturn that fateful decision in Roe versus Wade. At the very least, the hypnosis in this country is broken for many formerly sleeping Christians. And we're in the midst of days of waving the Omer right now. And that is a time when we count up to the Pentecost. This is a heightened season of expectation. 
Shavuot or Pentecost was when the power of God moved over the new disciples. His ruach, his breath, filled the followers of Jesus, Yeshua. For This was 50 days after the resurrection, after that first fruit, as Yeshua came up from the ground, up out of the grave. Hallelujah. Keep up the focus, my friend. Keep up the prayer. Prayer is our greatest weapon. It's the prayer of the saints which please the Father in heaven as a sweet aroma before his throne. The elitist, they have these gigantic media outlets and untold amounts of money, but they can't buy their salvation. They can't buy favor with God. They can't even buy favor with man. And no matter how much they monkey with the DNA, they are not going to create a better human. Their knowledge and their gold has puffed them up so much that their ears are deaf to the realities. It will all be worthless to them in the judgment seat. So it's your pitch. You're on the mound, fellow patriot, fellow Jesus people. Look at that clown up there for who he is. Look at yourself in the eyes of the Almighty Father. We are like David. We are an instrument of his glory. We're an instrument of his favor. We're an instrument of his purpose. And think of the little spot on that lever that you're throwing that ball to dunk that clown. Well, you think of that little spot in between the eyes of old Goliath. David flung the stone and big flop. One moment, Goliath was a comedian mocking God and mocking his people and mocking David himself. And the next Goliath was the joke. Here are my three suggestions, prescriptions, if you will, from Doc Paul. Don't let your vision betray you. Don't let your eyes betray you. Things may not be as big or as bad as you think. Goliath may have been nine feet tall and he dwarfed David, but he didn't dwarf him to the point of like when the spies went into Israel and 10 of them said, well, we look like grasshoppers compared to those giants in that land. It's not that bad. So don't let yourself psych yourself out and don't let the clown use his words and use his power and use his gold to psych you out and to bring fear into your life. Number two is pray the very words of God. Grab the book of Psalms and the prophets as well and speak them out loud. Remember what David said to that big clown. He said, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of Yahweh of armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, Yahweh will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head off of you. I will give the dead bodies of the armies of the Philistines today to the birds of the sky and to the wild animals of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and that all the assembly may know that Yahweh doesn't save with sword and spear for the battle is Yahweh's and he will give you into our hand. And that's 1 Samuel 17. Steal those words. Use them. They worked then and they are still alive today. And I believe the words of God can be repeated with power and might for the very power that is behind them. 
not our own. Okay, and number three is listen to the warnings from the Spirit. If he says duck, then duck. If he says hide, hide. If he says run, run. But if he says throw that ball, then let it rip and let the clown fall in the drink. And I'm telling you, his word is true and it'll happen. Have that faith, my friend. Remember, don't be afraid of those who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in Gehenna, Matthew 10, 28. I want to start a little segment that I'm going to call Prophetic Ponderings from Paul the Small. And this is the book of Ezekiel. And it's just the first chapter, but I'm going to go through the book of Ezekiel as part of this podcast because I believe that the words of the prophets are very, very powerful in our day and age and can help us to be discerners of the times and i am officially adopting ezekiel as america's prophet for right now i think that the words that god gave him to israel are very appropriate to our land at this time so chapter one in the 30th year on the fifth day of the fourth month when i was in the community of exiles by the Habar Canal, the heavens opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, it was the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiakim. The words of Yahweh came to the priest Ezekiel, son of Buzi, by the Habar Channel, in the land of the Chaldeans, and the hand of the Lord came upon him there. I looked, and lo, a stormy wind came sweeping out of the north, a huge cloud and flashing fire surrounded by radiance, and in the center of it, in the center of the fire, a gleam as an ember. In the center of it were also figures of four creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the figures of human beings. However, each had four faces, and each of them had four wings. The legs of each were fused into a single rigid leg, and the feet of each were like a single calf's hoof, and their sparkle was like the luster of burnished bronze. They had human hands below their wings. The four of them had their faces and their wings on their four sides. Each one's wings touched those of the other. They did not turn when they moved. Each could move in the direction of any of its faces. Each of them had a human face at the front. Each of the four had the face of a lion on the right. Each of the four had the face of an ox on the left. And each of the four had the face of an eagle at the back. Such were their faces. As for their wings, they were separated above. Each had two touching those of the others while the other two covered its body. And each could move in the direction of any of its faces. They went wherever the Spirit impelled them to go, without turning when they moved. Such then was the appearance of the creatures. With them was something that looked like burning coals of fire. This fire, suggestive of torches, kept moving about among the creatures. The fire had a radiance and lightning issued from the fire. Dashing to and fro among the creatures was something that looked like flares. As I gazed on the creatures, I saw one wheel on the ground, 
next to each of the four faced creatures. As for the appearance and structure of the wheels, they gleamed like barrel. All four had the same form. The appearance and structure of each was as of two wheels cutting through each other. And when they moved, each could move in the direction of any of its four quarters. They did not veer when they moved. Their rims were tall and frightening, for the rims of all four were covered all over with eyes. And when the creatures moved forward, the wheels moved at their sides. And when the creatures were carried up above the earth, the wheels were carried up too. Wherever the Spirit impelled them to go, they went. Wherever the Spirit impelled them, and the wheels that were born alongside them, for the spirit of the creatures was in the wheels. When those moved, these moved. And when those stood still, these stood still. And when those were carried above the earth, the wheels were carried alongside them. For the spirit of the creatures was in the wheels. Above the heads of the creatures was a form, an expanse, an awe-inspiring gleam as of crystal. It was spread out above their heads, under the expanse. Each had one pair of wings extended toward those of the others, and each had another pair covering its body. When they moved, I could hear the sound of their wings like the sound of mighty waters, like the sound of Shaddai, a tumult, like the din of an army. When they stood still, they would let their wings droop. From above the expanse over their head came a sound, and when they stood still, they would let their wings droop. Above the expanse over their heads was the semblance of a throne, and the appearance like sapphire. On top, upon this semblance of a throne, there was the semblance of a human form. From what appeared as his loins up, I saw a gleam as of amber and what looked like fire encased in a frame. From what appeared as his loins down, I saw what looked like fire. There was a radiance all about him, like the appearance of the bow which shines in the clouds on the day of rain. Such was the appearance of the surrounding radiance. And that was the appearance of the semblance of the presence of Yahweh. When I beheld it, I flung myself down on my face, and I heard the voice of someone speaking. That's Ezekiel 1 from the JPS Bible. My friend, be blessed and keep smiling. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, America Bless God. Hey, and if you want a free resource for counting up to the Pentecost, my daughter created a series of cards that you can print out and you can read the scripture each night and you can cut them out or you can leave them in book form. We have them in a PDF book form, ebook form, and there's two per each page. And each night as you count up, we're right in the middle of it right now. You can read those out sort of at your dinner table and let that be your remembrance of this time before God. And you can see that on my Substack page, and you'll be able to click on the link for that. There'll be a button 
on the blog post. Thank you so much. Talk to you later.